will be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. They're so threatened by the idea that a conservative speaker might be persuasive and interesting and funny. One man's vulgarity is another man's lyric. And I would say one person's offensive speech is somebody else's challenging the status quo, rocking the boat speech. Are you looking for a podcast that contains verbal safe spaces and is free from trigger warnings? If so, you've come to the wrong place. Because we expect our conversations to be filled with rigorous debate, discussion, and even disagreement. Welcome to the Socially Sensitive Podcast. See, I'm talking about stimulus checks. Yeah. Stimulus checks that still aren't manifest. Right. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to sign an executive order and, and I'm going to shut down the pipeline over here, but I'm going to turn and I'm going to give a whole lot of money to these people over here in the Ukraine so that they can build their own pipeline. Seems a little hypocritical to me. Plus the fact that I think he's signed somewhere north of 50 executive orders now. Yeah. And by his, by his own definition, if you're, if you're governing like that, you're a dictator. I don't care if you're just reversing bad policies or not. If you're not getting the consensus, like he says, you're supposed to have in a democracy, then you're not in a democracy anymore. You're in a dictatorship. He is being a dictator. He's just, willy-nilly let's just let's just come up with an executive order for that and let's just get that taken care of you know i can see them i can see them in the future they can't get the votes that they need for whatever gun control measure that they're going to try to pass and then him just sitting down and signing an executive order to make it law well that's what they're trying with the uh where he's wanting to uh, make it to where they it'll be illegal to buy uh, ammunition online well, I mean, you won't be able to buy pretty much anything online, anything relating to weapons, to guns. Um, you won't be able mm-hmm. to buy accessories, holsters, scopes, ammo, yeah, and let's nothing. Just, you know, let's just go ahead and just kill another piece of our economy. Right. By making this stupid decision. Let's just run some more people out of, out of business. And that seems, to be the, that seems to be the key focus of the Democrat Party is to destroy the economy so that everybody in America has to depend on the government for their, for everything. And that's just wrong. These people are, they're, they're just evil. In my opinion, that's just my opinion. I mean, if you read a lot of the executive orders that he signed to me, a lot of them don't seem like they make any sense. I mean, as to what they're actually doing. Well, so okay, so now he's written executive orders that are intentionally vague, so that it can't be interpreted any way you want them to. That's kind of like the uh, what was it, the five thousand pieces stack of paper, the five hundred stack of paper. It's like you got to pass the bill before you know what's in the bill. Yeah, that's a big <laughs> yeah. bunch of that's a bunch of crap. Now I can see she like could, the Medicaid she, ones, the Affordable Care Act ones. The, she could have been standing up there with a ream of paper that was totally blank, nothing on it. And then, so once you pass this mysterious bill that nobody knows what's in it, then all of a sudden she can come back later and say, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's in the bill. That was in that bill you passed, that, <laughs> yeah. that health care bill." And you don't know if it was there or not because you didn't get to see it before it was put out, before it was you know before it was published, before it was made into a law. That's just not right. That's not a way to run a country. And everything with that that little crap show just 
you know, oh, you'll be able to keep your doctor or your insurance or whatever. And that's all been proven. Yeah, that's, that's all been true. a lie. It's like he's got one protecting the federal workforce. Econ- one's economic related relief related to COVID-19. One is a sustainable public health supply chain. Um, one is protecting workers' health and safety. But why would you go and reverse President Trump's executive orders, bringing the price of insulin and uh, what is the stuff that they give you when you're allergic to stuff? Oh, epinephrine. Epinephrine. Why would you? Why would you reverse that? Only the only reason I can see that it's going to do anything for it's going to benefit the uh, big pharma who can then charge three and four hundred dollars for a month's worth of stuff and just jack the price back up again. Yeah. It doesn't that doesn't help anybody. Yeah, you know, I mean if you didn't agree with anything the man did, that was one thing that he did that was good for everybody. Everybody that had, you know, diabetes brought that medication down to a, a reasonable place so that more people can afford it and more instead of having it, you know, through the roof too expensive. Hate the man if you want to, but that was a good that was something good that he did, I think. Preventing and combating discrimination on the basis of gender identity or sexual orientation. Um, ensuring a lawful and accurate enumeration and apportionment pursuant to the decennial census. Advancing racial equity and support for underserved communities. What does all that mean? Yeah. You'd have to read the bill or read the executive order to find out exactly. And then it's and most of them are only in... two pages. Most of them are only two or three pages. And it's probably written in legalese. So you're going to have to have somebody there to interpret it yeah. to figure out exactly what it is he's saying. Well, it starts out Which with would be, equal opportunity is the bedrock of, of American democracy and our diversity is one of our country's greatest strengths. But far too many, the American dream remains out of reach. So they're advancing equity. Um, yeah, for see, example, and that's just it. Equ- equity isn't equality. Equity says that you've got to have a, uh, how was it put it, put to me was the, the outcome has to be the yeah. same for everybody. Yeah. You want, yeah. You want equal opportunity, not equal outcome. They want equal outcome. Right. Which means that if I start a business under their, the way they're looking at it, as long as I, uh, toe the Democrat line, then my idea for a business can be total crap. Right. But they'll make me the next Bill Gates because I toe the Democrat line. That's what it all boils down to. They want to be able to pick the winners and the losers in everything. No matter if you've got a good idea or a bad idea. Hey, if you're on our side, we'll make sure that you get the contracts that you need to become, you know, a wealthy man. Yeah, here's an example. So it sounds like the like equity one. It was, and it's an analysis shows that closing racial gaps in wages, housing credit, lending opportunities, and access to higher education would amount to an additional five trillion dollars in GDP in the American economy over the next five years. Federal government's goal in advancing equity is provide everyone with the opportunity to reach their full potential. They say that. But then the programs that they institute require equal outcome mm-hmm. because it's not like we, we want to make it um, that every single person on the planet has an opportunity to apply for this position. We want to guarantee that 13% of them are black, that 3.5% of them are transgender, 
that, you know, 29% are Hispanic and, you know, whatever the population is, is how the, you have to have the exact outcome to match. Um, or they're saying then if you don't have the actual outcome, then you really didn't have the actual opportunity. So with that being the case, and that's what the standard that they're going to run through the, uh, for the federal government. And if this becomes law and now companies have to adhere to these guidelines, does that mean that uh, only 13% of the of players in the NFL are going to be black and the rest of them are going to be other races and other genders and stuff and so forth? And, just, uh, and only 13% of the players in the NFL are going to be black. No, so, because if they go I mean, above, then that's. But that just, also means that also means that there's going to have to be 13 percent black people brought into the uh, hockey league yeah. because that's majority white. So yeah. there's going to be 13 percent black people there too. So it's going to cut both ways as far as sports and athletics go. Yeah. Well, that's how you're. If you own a company to be traded, to be a publicly traded mm -hmm. company now for the SEC to reg, you know, Security Exchange Commission to identify you as a tradable company, your board mm -hmm. has to meet the diversity requirements. And that's wrong. And that's for not just um, race, but also sexual orientation too. And everything. That's just wrong. Yeah. To force those kind of standards on anybody and they don't see it. Of course, they're not going to. No. And the only reason that they're doing this is because they're pandering to the lowest denominator. So like I said, on this one, I don't even know what they're actually doing because, you know, the final goal is within six months of the date of this order, the director of the OMB shall deliver a report to the president describing the best practices identified by the study. To me, it's just a way to shovel money. And that's one of the reasons I, I believe that, that but, shoveling money is a big, because like I said, none of this stuff is, is coming to us. Yeah, no. they keep telling us, oh, we're going to send you some stuff. We're going to send you some stuff. But it never happens. But you get millions and millions of dollars going overseas. You know, there's the millions of dollars are going overseas, and then they're taking a little bit of that cut, and it's coming back to the United States. And it's probably going into people like, you know, Biden's family's pockets, Pelosi's pockets, uh, everybody up on Capitol Hill. It's all getting distributed back down into their pockets. And that's probably another reason they hated Trump so much is because he was trying to stop that from happening. So it says within one year of the date of this order, the head of each agency shall consult with the director of the OMB to produce a plan for addressing any barriers to full and equal participation in the programs identified. So does that mean that if they, if they don't have full and equal participation then that means they didn't overcome the barriers. And it doesn't, it doesn't boil down to the fact that who is the best person for this job anymore. It's we've got to have a inclusive rainbow of people, whether they're good at the job that we want them for or not, it doesn't matter. We've got, it, 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 it just, it, it boils down to virtue signal. We've right. got to, you know, we've got to make it look like, you know, we really care about all these different types of people so to do that, we're going to have all this. And it doesn't matter if they do their job well; uh, they're just going to get included. You know, you know, they, they could actually suck at their job, but it's like, oh, under these new guidelines, yeah, bring them on in under the tent, and hopefully we'll have one 
don't know, we'll be lucky if it will be just one company that sucks really bad at this particular job, but we'll we'll actually send it out to several different companies and hopefully within the several different companies that we'll have, there'll be two or three that are really excellent at what it is we're asking them to do. And it will be able to cover for the sucky ones that we've also spent money on that aren't as good. To me, all it looks like this one, like I said, we've just been reading through this one. The final establishment of it is that they're establishing an interagency working group on equitable data. They're giving, they're creating a chief statistician job, chief technology officer of the data working group and co-chairs of the data working group and then all of the people that they're going to have working in the data working group. And it said this this co-chair, the data working group, will be at a minimum, shall include the following officials, um, but not limited to. You'll have to have a director, secretary of commerce, the chair of council, the chief information officer, Treasury, chief data scientist, an administrator, all for this data working group. Like I said, sure. This is creating also federal government. jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. That's that's the only place they want jobs to happen is on the federal level because they can control those. This order is not intended to and does not create any rights. And of course, benefits. if you're on their side, like big tech is now, they don't care about them existing, but. You know, you know, we've got to shut them down with this crazy coronavirus stuff Thanks. because they're conservative. They're not going to vote for us anyway. So we'll go ahead and shut them down, ruin their lives. And uh, the functions know, of the director of the office and budget relating to the budgetary administrative and will be subject to uh, the availability of appropriations. I seen it. I seen a thing, a story. It was, and I was just reading, hey, I was just skimming headlines, but they were saying that, uh, Unemployment claims have went up over eight hundred thousand in the All last right. little bit. So more people now. Oh yeah, well, Trump. Trump. Trump had employment or unemployment at an all-time low, and with Biden coming into office, we've already went up eight hundred and some thousand. So now unemployment is getting higher and higher because of that man, yeah. you know, shutting down the Keystone Pipeline and all this other crap that they're doing, keeping the economy. Well, a lot of it is so a lot of people are it. drawing again. Um, because a lot of the federal, the that six hundred dollar federal bump that ran out at the mm-hmm. end of the year back. Well, I think in like what September, October. So a lot of people went back to work that could go back to work because they're in in the midsummer. There are a lot of people staying home <laughs> that could mm-hmm. go to work. That mm-hmm. is like no. Nah, I remember Walmart in the beginning was keeping people. They were having a problem. People not wanting to come back to work and they were saying i just don't feel safe it you know it's dangerous and uh, walmart at first was allowing them to stay out um mm-hmm. and they just draw unemployment but if they were drawing 190 200 a week regular unemployment and then they're 600 a week for the additional i mean a lot of them people were bringing home 800 a week and making a whole lot more than they were when they were working. So they're like, I'm not going back to work if I can keep stay at home and keep drawing this. And then a lot of them went back to, eventually went back to work, especially when that all ran out. Well, when they redid the last, well, the and last there bill, it, it they ran out. They it ran added, out because Pelosi and the, the Democrats didn't want anything good to happen 
while Trump was still president. So right. they allowed that to run out. Right. But it, it was good that it ran out, I thought. I, well, we didn't yeah, need I it. It's good that it ran out, too. They just need to let everybody go back to work. But exactly. now, with in the new bill, when they did it, it put more money back into. I think it was only. I think it's four hundred dollars. It's either three or four hundred dollars addition. It's not the six hundred like it was, but three or four hundred dollars federal on top of your regular mm-hmm. state unemployment now. So right. a lot of these people then are like, oh, maybe I need to stay at home again. Especially if you're a young person. It doesn't have a family. You don't have all this. And you're like, oh, I can stay at home and make good money. Why would I want to go to work and and risk it? You're always going to have people really, taking advantage really, of the I, system. I really don't see the what the big risk is. I mean, when you compare states like California that had a huge lockdown and a state like Florida that hasn't locked anything down and the cases and, and death rates have pretty much been the same in both. Yeah. There's no there's no reason for California to be doing the way they're doing if that's the case. Yeah. There's just no logical reason. They say they're wanting to follow the science and everything like that. But then when you look at the two states on the extreme ends of both sides of the equation. Yeah, they're and, identical. And yeah, and, and there's no real discernible difference between huge lockdown and we're not locking anything down then why have the lockdown at all? Right. There's no reason for it, other than the fact that you want to control people. That's what it boils down to. I want to control people. I want to control the winners and losers in everything. That's what it boils down to. Whereas the guy in Florida, he don't want to control winners and losers. He just wants people to be able to live their lives. Right. And you'd think if there was any state that had uh, would be more susceptible to it, it'd be Florida. You know, you'd think half the people in Florida mm-hmm. are old. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's a, that's another really good point. The young California, as opposed to really old people in Florida, and still wide open. Nobody's closed anything down, and severe lockdowns, and the cases and the death rate, not really all that discernible. Different. So one of them, the, the California example, just needs to be. You know, that's you, they need to quit. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's no reason for this. You're not really at that point when you see these two states compared to each other, you can say you can look at California and say, you're not following the science. You're following an agenda that you want something. There's something at the end of this tunnel that you want. You're following an agenda. You're not following science. I can't be canceled. There's no way that you can stop me. Fully independent. There's no label who can drop me. Y'all been starting rumors. Let me help you with some. Yeah. He's a racist, he's a sexist, he's in love with Donald Trump Y'all can't cancel me, my life is scandal free There ain't no sponsors taking losses cause the brand is me My hands are clean, my family and my fans agree Y'all can't cancel me for facts because you're mad and weak Go ahead and tell the world I'm ugly and racist I braid my hair and I don't care about cultural appropriation I moved to the ghetto, lived in the ghetto, there's no Caucasians And still I loved every single one of my neighbors How's a man say I'm clickbait? Every video he puts out, he likes to really push people's buttons And every video Yeah, yeah But everything he says is just facts It's like, you know what are you going to burn him on? What right. are you going to burn him on? You can't. I mean, he, he, <laughs> and that's what he's saying in that song. Right. I don't have no record label. It's me. I'm 100% independent. Make it myself. Him and his girlfriend make it all. They, All their merch, they sell it straight out of their house. They box it themselves. They sell it themselves. He makes all his own music. Mm-hmm. Um, 
debate If he gonna use this face to get clicks on his page Y'all hypocrites are made But I ain't tripping about these bullies It ain't sixth grade Go ahead and diss me Trying to sell a couple mixtapes I'm not afraid, take my face and my name, paste it on the front page. I'm already famous and you'll never change it by hating or claiming you'll take it away. My grind wicked, write my rhymes different. You could try to quantify the fine limits as a dying gimmick and denying winning. This is pure fire, this ain't white privilege. I do what I want, get all the Gucci and Louis Vuitton. Out of my closet, out of my crib, I do not want it. That is for kids, that is for rappers who ask you to produce their beats for free. Pretending I'm like they rich. I am not playing it safe, I said what I said, it is what it is. I don't care if you mad at me. That's the problem. Nobody is willing to change the channel. <laughs> if they get mad at you, they want to cancel you. They want to. Yeah. They, they don't want you to be able to even say it or do it. Instead of just change the channel and don't listen. You don't like it, don't listen. That's how it works. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everybody's not going to have the same taste in everything. No. But, there's the dude on the bachelor uh one of the contestants one of the female contestants when she was in college or she may still be in college but her sorority put on one of these uh antebellum type balls where you would dress up in like the period dress and go for a dance and stuff like that and they showed a picture of her on the show doing that and all of a sudden she got just attacked viciously <laughs> yeah and the guy's like hey you know this is just it's just some fun that some people had you know she's in a sorority and blah and she tried to def- he tried to defend the girl and stuff like that and within i think just 24 48 hours he you know he put up an apology about how oh i'm so sorry you know basically he fold he he folded like a house of cards to these people that are like oh how could you be so insensitive and stuff like that and he's talking and they they were coming after him they were going to ruin him hmm. and he's sitting there apologizing to these people that basically are like since you're not towing the line we're going to get rid of you and he's sitting there and apologizing to these people that want to ruin his life oh i'm so sorry i didn't i didn't realize no no <laughs> be a man stand up like this guy's mm-hmm. saying and say hey look you know i said what i said if you don't like it, you don't have to watch the show. Yeah, because it's never oh. going to be enough. I mean, no, no matter. It never is. Hip hop diet is full of guys who cannot even rap. Media dividing us by colors, white or black. If you believe in Jesus, these days Christians get attacked. If you don't hate police, then everybody thinks you're whack. And everything's so connected. Black Lives Matter got so aggressive. White folks who agree can't support the message. Both sides go to war because they don't respect it. Our social climate from the global tension turned to total violence and a whole depression. We could unify and then I'll go against them, but we let them divide us with votes and elections. The music we bump. All about shooting guns and doing drugs The things that we want are promoted subliminally through the songs Like, you need a fast car You need designer clothes You need a rap star To tell you to start popping pills, hit the blunt And go live at the club to your bro It's all controlled by the elites Put fake news all over our screens Convincing the right to go fight with the left And distract from the fact that each other we need Uh, Divided by race and religion Segregated into teams Uh, You're a white supremacist If you're not, I guess you Antifa yeah, that's what they like to just divide everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate to be like, you know, the, talking about memes and stuff like that, but there was a rather interesting one that I've seen, and it had to do with ants. 
the I, black ants yeah, and the red ants. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. That's exactly how we are. I mean, put people together like that, they'll uh, they'll be fine until you agitate them. And then they're going to mm-hmm. attack what's different. Right. Yeah. Oh, well. I'm going to wrap this up. Oh. We probably. Ah. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> we just won't do that again. <laughs> Oh, well, you can, uh, like we say every week, you can uh, follow us on Twitter at Socially Sensed. Follow us on Instagram, Socially Sensitive. Um, go to sociallysensitive.com. Go to Socially Sensitive on Facebook. Listen wherever you listen to your podcasts at Apple, Google Play, Spotify, everywhere. But it looks like most people are listening through Apple Podcasts. So. And most people have iPhones. So come back next week. We'll be back next week. Oh, well. Do you have anything else, Wolf? No, I'm good. All right. I'm good. I don't don't really have anything else to put in today. All right. Let's see. Where's our ending at? There we go. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, Please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from us, you can go to sociallysensitive.com and follow us on Instagram at sociallysensitive and on Twitter at sociallysense. Thanks again, and see you next time.